Hey, real quick, before we get started, I want to tell you about my weekly newsletter. It's called Build Something Weekly, and I email everybody on the list some top stories with my thoughts, content I've written, and the the latest episode of this podcast with takeaways and things like that. I also recommend a new tool every week and have some other news and, and things like that going on. It's pretty packed with information. It shows up in your inbox every Monday morning and it's free. So if you want to get tips, tricks, advice, and tools, and you want it delivered directly to your inbox for free, Sign up for Build Something Weekly over at howibuilt.it slash subscribe. That's howibuilt.it slash subscribe to get my very free, very weekly newsletter delivered right to your email inbox. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 193 of How I Built It. This episode is brought to you by Yes Please Coffee, Hostinger, and iThemes. Now, it has turned into a time-honored tradition for me to do uh, gift guides around the holidays. And it's November as I record this. So it's, it's, it's that time. Black Friday's coming up. You should know what to shop for by Black Friday. I often get asked for recommendations on office stuff, podcasting gear, and pens. So this year, I updated two of my gift guides, the work from home gift guide, which is especially relevant this year. And I updated my podcast gift guide to include new gear and to make it clearer what a beginner should buy versus what somebody who is more advanced should buy. And I added a pen buyer's gift guide. This this happened because I was asked more than once over the last few months, hey, what fountain pen should I get? Or I'm looking for a good fountain pen. And somebody would be like, Casabona knows. Uh, Joe loves pens. And so I put together a gift guide. And in this episode, I am going to walk through those gift guides. I'm not going to read them verbatim, but I'm going to expand a little bit on some of the things, starting with the work from home gift guide, because I think that is even more relevant this year than in most years. Uh, So we're going to get into that. But first, this episode is brought to you by Yes Please Coffee. Upgrade your morning with Yes Please. Let me tell you, I have been drinking this coffee for the last five months or so, and it's fantastic. Freshly roasted beans delivered to your door through a subscription with no fuss. All you do is pick your size and how often you need beans, and they will ship you the coffee. Now, as somebody who has a bit of analysis paralysis when it comes to coffee, I like to try new coffee all the time. I tell my wife... Uh, We shouldn't get it at the grocery store because I want to try new stuff. But we would often run out of coffee uh, because I didn't, we would run out too soon or I would pick it uh, or I would have trouble picking it. Well, all of those problems go away with Yes Please Coffee. New beans just show up at my door every week. It's a different blend every week. I get to read about it and enjoy fantastic coffee. Each shipment even comes with a nifty info card uh, about the beans and some other information. So when you 
are ready to upgrade your mornings with unique blends of coffee beans, sign up today for Yes Please Coffee by heading over to howibuilt.it slash yes and using the code HIBI for $5 off your subscription. And as a little bit of a spoiler alert, uh, this coffee is recommended in my work from home gift guide. So again, that is howibuilt.it slash yes. Use the code HIBI for $5 off your subscription. Don't worry, you can skip shipments or cancel anytime. Start enjoying Yes Please Coffee today. And now, let's get on with the show. Okay, so first, let's talk about our, our, my gift guide for people who work from home. And I should say that you will be able to find all of the gift guides at howibuilt.it slash gifts. That's howibuilt.it slash gifts for all the gift guides. It'll be linked in the show notes too over at howibuilt.it slash 193. So there are a lot more people working from home today versus when I first created this gift guide something like three or four years ago. And because of that, for 2020, I'm focusing not only on great gifts for people who are used to working from home, but also for those who are doing it for the first time, right? Because if you're like me, you're self-employed or you've worked for a remote company for years now, you probably have a good office setup. You were expecting to set up an office in your home where you can work. But for the people who uh, were forced to work from home, are forced to work from home, uh, they probably did not, right? Maybe they didn't have a home office. Maybe they don't have the space. Maybe you are one of those people listening to this right now and you're hunched over your kitchen table working. Uh, And again, this maybe seemed more temporary back in March, but now I know people who are working from home until July of 2021. So if you are in that boat or if you do work from home and you need recommendations for better stuff, that's who this gift guide is for. So I did keep a lot of the staples. For example, uh, I have a connecting with others section. This is where I recommend a good webcam and microphone, right? You're, you're meeting with people virtually and so you need a good webcam and microphone. I updated this section just a little bit. I included my live stream section, which is entirely too much. Uh, for most people, if you're just meeting with coworkers. Uh, but I also added an alternative, right? Because I know that a lot of this stuff is uh, hard to come by right now. Uh, so I included an app. If you have a Mac and an iPhone, uh, there's this app Camo. I will link that specifically in the show notes. Um, and it turns your iPhone into a webcam And if you have a relatively new iPhone, that's a 4K camera. That's better than most cameras you're probably looking at, better than most webcams. So that might be a good alternative either way. Uh, For the microphones, I didn't do too much, but I did add a uh, recommended headset. I know a lot of folks uh, prefer the headset, right? Because then they have a little bit more freedom to move around and Uh, and things like that. So I do recommend a headset, the Sennheiser PC8 USB headset. I also added an entirely new section uh, for lighting. One surefire way to make yourself look better on camera, no matter what webcam you have, is good lighting. 
because your camera doesn't have to work as hard to capture you. Uh, cameras perform better in lighted, lighted situations, like bright situations, as opposed to low light situations. So just having good lighting will go a long way in making you look better, uh, and you won't look like you're recording in a cave, frankly. So uh, there are a lot of lighting setups. Uh, I recommend uh, Hue lights, Philips Hue lights, um, because they can be automated. Uh, the same thing with the Elgato Key Light Air and the Elgato Key Light. One note on those is don't get price gouged. Uh, the Key Light Air should be around $129 and the Key Light should be around $199. Now, those are strong lights. I use them. I do a lot of live streaming uh, and they're, wi they're Wi Fi connected. Um, but I also linked to a couple of more affordable options, either flat lights or box lights. Um, if you're in a pinch, you know, maybe you can use a ring light, but I'm not a big fan of those because yes, uh, they work in lighting you, you head on evenly, but, uh, if you wear glasses or there's any reflective surface, you will see that ring. Uh, and you really want two lights kind of on either side of you to, to light you evenly. So, uh, there's a lot of like lighting best practices. You know, you have two lights in front of you. One's a key light, one's a filler light. And then behind you, you have the backlight so that you're not just a silhouette. But if you're just starting out or you don't need professional lighting, you just need a little extra lighting. Um, there's there's like the Loom Cube for video conferencing that I link in the gift guide that looks really nice. It just it's a light. It's a square light that like sticks to the back of your laptop. And I think that that's fantastic. So I think if you are shopping for somebody working from home and you want to surprise them with with an improvement to their work from home setup lighting is a good way to go because it's it's generally unexpected uh you know it's it's not it's not something a lot of people think of they think oh i, I should probably get a a better webcam or a better microphone but they don't think i need better lighting so there you go i recommend if that's going to be a nice kind of uh surprise and delight gift for someone um, the next section is productivity tools. Uh, I will leave most of this, uh, most of this to, for you to explore yourself just cause it's, it's pretty much the analog tools I like to use. Uh, I will shout out the theme system journal here because I blogged about it earlier in the year and that did really well. Um, so it, it seems like people are interested in that and that's on this gift guide. Um, and then I just linked to a few apps I really like, um, again, Shout out to Milanote, which I started using earlier this year, and I'm now using for everything. Uh, it organizes my project thoughts. It organizes my uh, research, both for work and for around the home. And so I'm just a big, big fan of Milanote. So those are the two shout outs in the productivity section. The analog shout out is the theme system journal. As I record this, that's actually on sale for $15 down from $20. So now might be a good time to get that. And Milanote for, it's like a, it's basically a thoughts board um, online. Super great. Really pretty. Love it. Uh, so that's what I would recommend and shout out to there. Uh, I'll cover the pen guide in a bit and I'll go into more depth about the analog tools. Uh, my, the coffee section, I recommend, you know, if you're working from home, uh, 
uh, it means you you are also uh, your own barista. So you want to have good coffee if you like coffee. I have an AeroPress. I love it. Uh, but we also have a like a regular like Hamilton Beach pot. Um, but if you're just making coffee for you, I generally do the AeroPress. Uh, as far as beans go, this is the coffee I drink. Yes, please coffee. They are a sponsor. You probably heard them in the pre-roll uh, ad at the top of the show. Uh, I also get Rook coffee. Rook is based in like um, Central Jersey, I guess, if Central Jersey is a thing. Um, and they are great. So we usually alternate weekly between Rook coffee and Yes, Please coffee here. Um, both are great. Rook is Rook has like some darker blends if you like the the more full bodied coffee. Yes, please. Uh, generally, their coffee is a little bit lighter. There's like hints of fruit. I'm not a coffee guy, but I that's what kind of I detected. So it all depends on what you like. Um, but those are two that I recommend. This episode is brought to you by Hostinger. Hosting is a dime a dozen these days with lots of places claiming to be optimized for platforms like WordPress while being affordable, but they don't deliver on that promise. Hostinger does. I recently started using Hostinger for a personal project and I was blown away by how easy the setup process was and how affordable their packages are. They're really just a few dollars a month if you buy in bulk. They offer the best price quality ratio I've seen, and I've used a ton of hosting companies. Their dashboard is well-designed and easy to use. They offer a free domain and SSL certification, and they're optimized for WordPress, which is music to my ears. When I set up my site, I was happy to see they put some real thought into the WordPress setup process specifically. Buying a domain was easy, then you pick a template and they set up the whole site for you in mere minutes. Plus they use Astra for all of their site templates with an assist from Elementor. So I know the site is going to perform fast. They don't just let you pick any theme from the WordPress theme repository. They have vetted a bunch of themes and they determined Astra to be the best. Plus they have caching and you can very affordably add on Cloudflare for your CDN. Between that daily backups and being able to manage my WordPress plugins without having to log in, I'm sold. If you are looking for affordable hosting for that business or side project that's fast, secure, and optimized for WordPress, Hostinger is it. Head over to hostinger.com slash Joe Casabona to see what plans they offer. I recommend the business shared plan. They also have a business WordPress plan for a little bit more money. If you are all in on WordPress, you should definitely do that one. But whatever plan you choose, you can use the code Joe Casabona at checkout for an additional discount. That's hostinger.com slash Joe Casabona and then the code Joe Casabona at checkout. Check out Hostinger today. And now back to the show. All right. So another thing that people who work from home should think about is office ergonomics. If you are new to working from home, you probably haven't invested in some important office gear. The kitchen table or the couch was okay for a temporary setup, but longer term, you need a more ergonomic solution. 
So uh, these items are things that I recommend. They will make a difference and your body will thank you. First of all, you need a good desk chair. If you are working eight to 10 hours a day, uh, that is a significant portion of your day and you don't want a uncomfortable chair. I use and recommend the steel case gesture. It is very expensive, but if you think of like uh, price versus hours spent in chair, it's really very affordable, right? Just like you want to spend money on a bed because you're on that for a third of your day, you're going to want to spend money on a good desk chair because you're in that for a third of your day as well. Now, if you are looking for something more affordable, uh, the chairs by Han, H-O-N, are popular and good, and they, they're sold at Staples, uh, so you can try those out, or, you know, if you if you are taking, um, you know, this the, the loved one that you're shopping for, um, you can take them to Staples and have them try out some chairs. Uh, so that is uh, priority number one, because everybody's going to be sitting at a desk or at a table at some point. Now, if you are looking to really upgrade your office setup, I recommend a standing desk. Sitting all day isn't good for you or your loved one. Uh, and there are lots of sit-stand desks out there, but I recommend Jarvis by Fully. I absolutely love all of Fully stuff. Um, they, uh, they really put time and effort into the quality of their products. And so I, I love my standing desk. When, I, when we bought our house, uh, no, actually, when we moved into our first apartment as like a married couple, uh, I knew I would have a dedicated office. And the first thing I did was buy, buy this standing desk. It served me really well. It's fantastic. Um, now, if you, uh, if you are not quite ready to spend that kind of money on a desk um, and you're looking for something more affordable, Fully also offers a converter that sits on top of your desk and you kind of like crank it up when you stand and then crank it down when you sit. It works best for laptops, but if it's if it's something that you might be interested in, I would check that out. Uh, and along with a standing desk, you would want an anti-fatigue mat. I I thought this was like a bunch of mumbo jumbo at first. I was like, Who, you don't need this. But like one day without it, and I was like, yeah, I need one of these things. Um, so this is just like a soft mat that you stand on while you're at your desk. Uh, the topo mat is good. Uh, it's got like different heights and surfaces and like areas of the mat so you can like stand comfortably. I found mine like broke, like ripped pretty quickly. Uh, so now I'm using the imprint cumulus pro. It is flat. It's got like ramped edges to get a little variety, but I like that. I like it a lot so far. It's really serving me well. Uh, so that's your desk setup, but there's other gear that you can get to. Something to elevate your laptop or monitor is great because, again, you don't want to be hunched over at your keyboard looking at your monitor, right? Because that's like that's extremely bad posture. You have neck pain. Uh, and so uh, you want something that will elevate what you're looking at so that you could sit up straight. Uh, if you if you heard me get far away, I actually like sat up very straight there. I'll adjust my microphone here so I have good posture while I record. Um, I like this stuff by 12 South. They have something called like the Curve Rise, uh, and they make that for both uh, laptops and the iMac, uh, the iMac series. Like it fits with like the foot of the iMac, and it elevates it to eye level, which is again you're sitting up straight. Um, 
if you're using a laptop and you get like the rise, the curve rise or, or the whatever it's called, the high rise, something like that, um, then you're probably going to want a keyboard and mouse. Uh, now, I don't use an ergonomic keyboard. I have the Keychron K1 full-sized mechanical keyboard. I got that one because uh, it's a low profile and so my wrists don't hurt as much. Uh, but Microsoft makes a really good ergonomic keyboard that I've seen recommended. Uh, there are also more expensive options out there that I do link to in the gift guide. Um, but again, this is an ergonomic keyboard will improve the way you type and, and your, your wrist, uh, especially if you suffer from like carpal tunnel, uh, you're going to want an ergonomic keyboard. Uh, a good mouse also goes a long way in ergonomics. I have the Logitech MX th Master 3, which is great because it is sculpted to fit your hand. Um, and so it's ergonomically designed for comfort, but it also has a bunch of programmable buttons and things like that. So it's actually uh, a little bit more efficient than a normal mouse. Uh, and then finally, if you, if you want to go that extra mile, get a monitor arm. Uh, once again, I'm going to recommend fully here. Their arms are beautiful and flexible and sturdy. Uh, but I also had one by Amazon that served me really well. For my monitor, when I got the iMac Pro, I didn't have a use for that arm anymore for a monitor, but I converted it to uh, a articulating arm for my camera, for my live stream. So it is still serving me well. Uh, but again, a monitor arm is great. And that, and that like clears up space on your desk too. Uh, so that is the ergonomic stuff. Home decor or office decor uh, is also fun, but that's extremely personal. So uh, that really depends on the person you're shopping for. Uh, I will say I have the Gather Desk Organizer by Ugmonk, and that's great because that's another thing that clears up space on my desk. Uh, and then another thing that you can do for your office is automation. So I last year I added NFC tags, Wemo smart plugs, and the Sonos One to the automation section because these are all things it has like Amazon Echo integration and the smart plugs and the NFC tags. You can automate with shortcuts on iOS. Uh, but I added a few new things this year because I've really gotten into automating my office. Uh, so home automation could really be its own gift guide uh, and a giant rabbit hole. Uh, but there are some advanced techniques that I think are worth doing. Uh, so I today, as I record this, I also published a blog post on my lighting setup that you can read. But some of the things that help me with that uh, are the Elgato Stream Deck. This is a programmable button interface where you can control all sorts of things. And it's meant for live streaming, the Stream Deck. But... I also use it like I push a button and then like my podcast workspace is set up on my computer. The right apps are open and placed and things like that. It's it's just truly fantastic. It can also control lights, right? So the uh, key lights, which are also made from Elgato um, or made by Elgato, work with the Stream Deck. It works with Philips U and a few other automation tools. So uh, I, you know, the things in the gift guide, the Stream Deck, uh, Philips Hue light strips. I think that they are there. I mean, I guess they're maybe expensive for light strips. You can get Bluetooth ones for 20 bucks, but the Philips Hue light strips work with the stream deck. They work with uh, home kit. And so I can control them and like, I have them automated to like turn red at five 30 to remind me of what time it is. And the fact that I should be like hanging out with my family. 
I also added motion sensors because that's there are some cool automation things you can do with that. For example, like if um, if you leave the office but leave the lights on and there's no motion detected in your office for whatever, an hour, you know, it can turn the lights off. So um, home automation is something that's cool. It's like comforts of home, but it also can make you more efficient depending on how you use it, right? Maybe you can set the lights to like focus or uh, turn the volume down on some speakers or turn on do not disturb mode if it's a certain time so that nobody can distract you. Uh, and then, so wrapping up, uh, the tech and accessory section didn't change at all. I recommend headphones and backups, uh, backup gear here. The smartphone gear hasn't changed. It probably will uh, later, like closer to the holidays as I get to try like MagSafe for the iPhone and stuff like that. Um, and then the bag section changed a little bit. I added the Nomadic Messenger bag. Uh, because that's the one that I've been using. And then uh, I added a, a, a new accessory organizer. But uh, for the most part, that is, uh, those are the big changes. Um, I also removed the get out of the house section. So um, the last thing I'll just say is a, a few ways to make the office more relaxing. I got an oil diffuser because uh, I've been like very stuffy lately. And I hear like eucalyptus helps with that and headaches. Uh, so that's been really fun to use. A humidifier is also good or candles um, to make it smell nice. That's like those are things I've added to my office recently. So that is the work from home gift guide. Uh, if we want to get into the gift guide for podcasters at all stages, this is uh, this did not go through a big change. Um, the main thing is I am only recommending one hosting service now, and that is Castos. My podcast is on Castos, and those are the ones that I rec they, they are the guys I recommend because they do things very well. They're constantly evolving. They integrate with WordPress. For web hosts, uh, SiteGround was the only one I recommend, but now I recommend Hostinger. They are a sponsor of the show. You heard their ad earlier. Um, and I think that they are good for affordable web hosting. Uh, and then, so again, I would, I would encourage you to look at this guide. Um, I did add uh, a new recommendation for the preamp and interface. Uh, I bought the Rodecaster Pro earlier this year. I had the Universal Audio Arrow, uh, which was generously gifted to me. Uh, my friend, Sean Hesketh who is an audio guy. He knows, um, I mean, he knows a lot, but he knows a lot in this area. And it's like absolutely perfect for him. He loves to tweak and tinker and he knows exactly what he's doing. I am not an audio engineer. I don't know what I'm doing. I know enough to work with the Rodecaster Pro at this stage. It has enough processing. You can record right to the board. Uh, the music that you've heard me fade in and out, I've actually been controlling with the Roadcaster Pro this episode. Usually my editor, Joel, adds it in, but I think I'm. Uh, this is a little bit of an experimental episode for me uh, since it's just me talking and I can control my whole environment. It's not going to be heavily edited. Um, but the Roadcaster Pro has been my, my little production buddy here. So um, if you're looking for an interface and mixer, it's great. Uh, it's got four microphone inputs and then you can connect your phone and things like that too. I should really do a whole blog post on it because it's, it's fantastic. But 
Um, uh, so I would highly recommend the Rodecaster Pro. If you're looking for something with a small footprint, don't get the Rodecaster Pro. Get the Universal Audio Aero. They're around the same price, um, but the Aero is a single USB-C cable uh, and is it like fits on the foot of an iMac. So, um, you know, I have significantly more space of my desk being taken up, but I'm I'm playing a lot more with the Rodecaster Pro. Uh, so the big change on the podcaster's gift guide is the let's make it easy for you section. I basically have three kits that I link to one for beginners, one with the upgraded setup, and then one with my setup. Uh, so if you are looking for, just tell me what to buy. The, the podcaster's gift guide has that. Uh, so those are the big changes, but you know, all, as always, if you're just getting started, I recommend the ATR 24, 2100, um, with a pop filter. If you're looking for like your first upgraded microphone, the Rode Pro or the Rode Pro Pod mic, I should say, the Rode Pod mic is 99 bucks and it's good. And then you should get the Focusrite Scarlet Solo with that. I use the Shure SM7B for my microphone. Uh, so that's the podcast. Check out the podcaster's gift guide if you want more in depth stuff. And not a lot has changed by it, uh, but there are specific kits that I, I recommend. Um, and then I just named some gear, all of that gear again, that'll be in the show notes over at episode, uh, over at, I'm sorry, over at how I built dot it slash one nine three. And now, uh, let's, uh, we'll hear the roadcaster pro in action here. Uh, let's hear from our third sponsor. Our third sponsor is iThemes. Did you know that 60% of website breaches occur because a vulnerability that could have been patched was not. That means that having software with known vulnerabilities installed on your website gives hackers the blueprints they need to take over your site. Every day it gets harder and harder to keep track of every vulnerability. You have to compare the list of vulnerable plugins to your list of plugins and themes by version and make sure you're constantly updated. And we just had in the WordPress community a vulnerability that affected, I think, something like a million sites. And that's that's problematic, right? Uh, to solve this problem, the iTheme Security Pro, Pro plugin created a better way to protect your sites against software vulnerabilities, uh, which is the number one culprit of compromised WordPress sites. The new improved WordPress security site scan powered by iThemes performs automatic checks for known website vulnerabilities and then automatically applies those fixes as they become available so you don't have to. And that is real peace of mind, right? You don't have to worry about your site getting hacked overnight because of some vulnerability. Uh, but iThemes Security Pro also includes a ton of other features to help keep the bad guys out. Brute force protection, two-factor authentication, passwordless logins, compromised password protection, and a whole lot more. I've been using iTheme Security Pro on several of my websites, and the options are fantastic. They make it easy to turn those features on and off. And honestly, the other day, somebody was trying to break into one of my websites, and iTheme Security Pro had me covered. They let me know that somebody continually failed at login attempts. They blacklisted that IP address, so they blocked it. 
and I got a full report on it later. So I didn't have to worry about anything. If you want that same peace of mind, head over to howibuilt.it slash iThemes to get the best WordPress security plugin to secure and protect WordPress. And iThemes is very generously giving How I Built It listeners like you a 20% discount when you use the code How I Built It at checkout. Again, that is howibuilt.it slash iThemes and use the code How I Built It at checkout. And now, back to the show. Okay, so we've heard about the work from home gift guide. We spent a lot of time there. Uh, with just improving your office and ergonomics and your workspace. Uh, we took a brief look at the podcaster's gift guide. Uh, again, I would recommend the ATR2100 if you are a beginner. I would recommend maybe the Rode PodMic and the Focusrite Scarlet Solo if you are looking to upgrade your setup. But there, over there at the, the podcast gift guide, linked in the show notes over at howibuilt.it slash 193, you will be able to get just full kits if you're a beginner, buy this stuff. If you're looking to upgrade, buy this stuff. If you want my exact setup, buy this stuff. The next guide that I'm really excited about is uh, pen recommendations. So again, uh, one of the things that I'm really into is stationery. Uh, I tell people that all three of my brothers and I, I'm the oldest of four boys, we all got two things, one from each parent. And we got an affinity of knives, like pocket knives, from our dad. And we got an affinity for stationery from our mother. And again, over the last few months, I've gotten a lot of questions like, what pen should I get? What pen should I use? Uh, so I don't know if just people were spending a lot of time at home thinking, hey, I need some better pens. Um, but I got the question enough that I thought putting a gift guide together would be beneficial. Uh, so I recommend Pen Chalet. Uh, there's a link in the gift guide for you to get $5 off your first purchase. Um, they are not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor, but they they should be. So if people at Pen Chalet are listening, get in touch. Um, for basic pens, right, before we get into the expensive pens, uh, here are some well-priced ballpoints that I recommend. My current favorite is the Uniball Signo uh, DX. Uh, it's it's a little scratchy, but it's it's really nice. It's got like really pretty inks, uh, and I like that a lot. The Pilot Precision V7 uh, is also a good pen. You'll find that in Staples along with the Sharpie pens and the Papermate Joy Ink Joy Papermate Ink Joy. All of those are going to be available at like uh, Staples or another stationery store. But uh, those are the basic pens that I recommend. Those are you know a couple dollars or less per pen. Uh, the rest of the pens we're going to talk about range from $30 a pen to $300 a pen. Um, and that's, you know, this is a commitment. But if you're looking for like a nice pen, there are some recommendations here. So first, let's recommend rollerball pens, right? Um, and rollerball pens are nice because they're refills. You don't need to worry about inking them up like a fountain pen. And there's a wide variety of them. And all of the pens that I recommend, except what's called a Parker style refill, it's a specific size. Um, my favorite Parker style refill is the Schmidt Easy Flow 9000. It's just a really like the ink draws nicely. Um, 
It doesn't like clump up or it's not too watery or scratchy or anything like that. Really good refill. That's the Schmidt Easy Flow 9000. My current favorite rollerball pen is the Mark One, and I'm going to grab it for you here. Uh, it's built beautifully, and the knock or the click sound is satisfying. So I'm going to do that for you right now. That is the pen. It is very satisfying every time. I'm. It's made by Studio Neat, and they really, really put a lot of just effort and uh, love into their products. And the Mark One is amazing. I strongly recommend it. It comes in. Uh, it has a white barrel or a black barrel, and the uh, clicky part, the knock comes in either silver or copper so you can mix and match. Uh, I have a black one with a copper top and a white one with a silver top. So uh, I love the pen so much I have two of them. But if you are looking for variety, look no further than Retro 51. Retro 51 uh, create fantastically designed rollerball pens. Uh, I have my first Retro 51 was a Disney themed pen. Uh, I also have one uh, that is locomotive themed for the Leviathan. Um, I have a couple of Christmas, like ugly Christmas sweater pens that they've sold. Just they do really great work. There's a wide variety, different shapes and sizes uh, for Retro 51. Uh, so I would recommend checking them out as well. So those are my favorite uh, rollerball slash ballpoint pens. Oh, I should also mention, I didn't write this down in the guide, but the Karen dash 849, also a very good pen. That's really small. And that's, that's around, you know, 15 to 20 bucks. So that's not, you know, you're not looking at 50 bucks for a single pen. Um, and it's really nice. I have one. I really love it. It was like the first more than $5 pen I ever bought when I was a teenager. So, uh, they will always hold a special place in my heart. Uh, but most people are looking for recommendations for fountain pens. Fountain pens are the most fun, and there's a lot of stuff to know, different styles and inking methods and, and things like that. So here are a few good first fountain pens, uh, ones that I still use. I, I have too many, and I rotate between all of them. But these are the ones that I'll recommend, like good beginner fountain pens. Then I'll tell you my favorite fountain pens. Uh, the Twisby Eco is a great, it's a no-brainer as far as beginner recommendations go. It's like $30, uh, which is very affordable for a fountain pen. Uh, and it has what's called a piston filler. So it's really easy to ink up, right? You just, you twist the, the bottom of the pen down, or I guess the top of the pen, however you're looking at it. Um, and then you stick the nib into an ink bottle and you twist it back up and you have a barrel full of ink. Um, and there are, it comes in a variety of colors. I have an orange one. I want to get the yellow one next. Uh, and it includes the fabulous Twisby nib nib. I love the Twisby nib so much. Uh, it's really nice to write with. I would recommend either a fine or medium nib for you for your first time. Um, but the Twisby eco no brainer. Another no brainer is the Lamy Safari. Uh, it comes in a variety of colors. It's about 20 or $25. Um, and it's great because uh, these are fountain pens that you'll find in a store so you can try it. Uh, Barnes and Noble, actually, if you have a local Barnes and Noble, you can go there and you can try a Lamy Safari. Um, 
So those are great. They do come with a cartridge and you can get a converter if you want to use your own ink. That gets pretty deep. I'll recommend a podcast episode soon that will help you with the beginner stuff. Um, other beginner fountain pens, the Kaveco Sport is good. That's another $20, $20 or so fountain pen. And the Pilot Metropolitan. Um, and again, I alluded to some of this, but there are different nib sizes. Uh, those nib sizes vary based on the manufacturer. Usually fine and medium are safe in most cases. Um, and there are generally two ways to ink up a fountain pen, excluding Twisby. Uh, a cartridge, which is a pre-filled disposable tube uh, that you basically punch a hole into when you uh, connect it to your pen. Uh, or there's a converter, which is a refillable uh, tube that you can put any ink you want into it. And that's the fun part of the fountain pens for me is you buy the ink uh, and then you can mix and match your pens with the ink. So uh, speaking of some of my favorite inks, I link all of this over on the gift guide. Um, Robert Oster Dragon's Night is like this beautiful dark blue uh, with like hints and flecks of gold. Uh, Robert Oster's African Gold, really nice. It's like a dark, dark yellow. Um, Pilot Orochizuku Fuyugaki, that's an orange ink. And Sailor Mayno Akibi, uh, which is a purple pink ink, uh, which is fantastic. And this, that's, that's all beginner stuff. Um, so if you, if you check out episode 400 of the Pen Addict podcast, it's a great primer on all pen-related things. That's what I would recommend for like a deep dive. Brad Dowdy and Mike Hurley are great. Uh, I'll link that in, in the show notes as well. Uh, now, as far as upgraded picks, um, the Lamy 2000 is a good upgraded pick. It's sub $200 with a gold nib. A gold nib is just a softer metal. Uh, so it's, it's a more pleasurable writing experience. Um, the Platinum 3776 is a, another good upgraded pick. Um, my favorite pen. So my two favorite pens right now are the Sailor Pro Gear and the Platinum President, which I think is an underrated pen. But those are both going to be, you know, $250 to $300 or more. So um, when you're really into it, those are like gifts that I uh, that I got myself, essentially, uh, when I launched my book or, or you know, when... Um, you know, when I landed a big client or something like that. But again, if you're looking for a beginner, I, the Twisby Eco is, is a fabulous first fountain pen. Uh, so that is, man, that's everything. That's the whole, the whole shebang, the whole gift guide episode. You can find all the gift guides uh, over at howibuilt.it slash 193. I will link them over there. Um, I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, yes, please. Coffee, iTheme Security Pro, and Hostinger. Uh, if you are, if, so first of all, if you have any questions about the gift guides, feel free to reach out uh, via email at joe at casabona.org or on Twitter at jcasabona. Um, be sure to thank all of our sponsors. And again, check out the gift guides over at howibuilt.it slash 193. If you want to get more content like this, uh, and helpful tips and tricks for WordPress and podcasting and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, you can subscribe to Build Something Weekly 
and there will be a sign-up form over at howibuilt.it slash 193. So you can hit everything over there, get the gift guides, say thanks to the sponsors, and sign up for the mailing list. But that's it for this episode. So thanks for listening. And until next time, get out there and build something.